Well, some good friends of ours had a child who passed away, and uh, it was an awful, awful sorrow. And you might know somebody who's walked through that journey. Uh, We're going to talk today about how a marriage can survive that kind of a traumatic loss. I'm John Fuller, along with Dr. Greg Smalley and his wife, Erin, and they lead the Focus on the Family Marriage team. And Greg, I wonder if you know a couple or if you've had the privilege of walking a couple through that kind of a painful situation. Absolutely. Our good friends, Sean and Christina Stover, went through this exact thing. Their their child survived maybe two, three days after um, his birth, and it was so painful just to watch them walk through this. And, and yet, I remember one time, Mir and I were out to dinner with them and just said, man, what, what have you guys learned, you know, years now? And it was really powerful to hear them talk about, we kept telling each other, we're, we're, we love each other, we're with each other, and, and yet we don't know how to walk this thing out. And let's just let our hearts grieve as our hearts need to in any given moment. They weren't sure what they were going to expect because there were times of tremendous anger, of tremendous sorrow, just every emotion you could imagine. And what they talked about is just that almost they were never on the same emotional page. And there were times where he was strong and he was there for her. There were times that he lost it and she was there for him and strong for him. And they just kept going, man, just, you know, each day we'll just figure this out. And each day is going to be different. What you might need today is different than mm-hmm. what you'll need tomorrow. And we'll just keep hanging in there. Yeah. It wasn't perfect. It was very messy. But what I what I so appreciated, which gave me a lot of hope going, you know, when Aaron and I face whatever hard times, that, that just keep reminding each other, I'm with you till the end. Yeah. And I don't know what tomorrow is going to look like or what you're going to want, need from me, but we'll, we'll just keep walking this out. I mean, there were times where he'd said, I would ask her, you know, hey, what do you need from me? And, and that would create conflict. Why are you asking me? Don't ask me. I'm tired of that kind of thing. And, and yet they just hung in there, gave each other grace yeah. and just said, we'll figure this out. Mm-hmm. And, and there, it's a wonderful testimony of just walking through such a, a, an incredibly difficult, dark time. Yeah. Well, we're going to turn now to a conversation that Focus President Jim Daly and I had with Gary Thomas. He's one of our favorite guests. And uh, Gary shared about a couple that uh, he knew who faced this kind of a horrific loss and how their relationship survived uh, the pain. Gary, let me ask you, uh, in your book, Making Your Marriage a Fortress, you describe a couple who lost their 19-year-old son. Mm-hmm. My brother and his wife had that experience with their 30-year-old son. Mm-hmm. I asked him one day, I just said, you know, how often do you think of Bobby? He said, Jim, every day I think of Bobby. That probably brings tears to my eyes even thinking about it now, because I don't know that there's any greater loss than the loss of a child. I don't think there is. And when it's the loss of an only child, Mm. uh, because it's not just your current loss, Jim, it's the future losses. Uh, What they found is that the second year was more painful than the first. The first year they're numb, but the second year, okay, every Christmas now, we don't have Garrett with us. Garrett's friends graduate from college. They get jobs. Well, we we don't have that. His friends get married. We're never going to have a daughter-in-law. They have kids. We're never going to have grandchildren. It's an ongoing loss. It's not like a one-time hurt. It's the hurt that keeps on hurting. 
what they found that kept them through was the they had been serious students of scripture and it was so helpful we talked earlier about whether you view bible reading as tylenol or vitamins so often we go to the bible if we need tylenol we've got a headache we've got a hurt okay what will solve it vitamins is a wiser approach because you need to draw upon it and janelle said something to me that blew me away that this is faith in action as they're sharing freely about the devastation of losing this beloved son a really good kid in fact as this airs jim it'll be almost 10 years exactly that they've lost their son uh but janelle said to me gary god didn't just call garrett from us he called garrett to something Hmm. and applying the scripture to be absent from the body is to be present with the lord she goes i know today Garrett is perfectly serving the God who created him. She goes, my friends, they have issues sometimes with daughters-in-law or there's alcoholism or work problems or depression or whatnot. She goes, Garrett has none of that. He's doing exactly what God created him to do. And Jim, the, the faith and the excitement, he's just perfectly serving God in a way that my friend's kids aren't yet because they're still here in a fallen situation. And I, I, I was blessed by a woman for whom Scripture became real. She needed it to be real, and she found Scripture to be true. And it was a refuge, and it was balm in the midst of her tremendous hurt. Um, another big help for them was just the community. Um, she mentions grabbing the lapels of one of her best friends the morning she found out. She said 70% of marriages end up in a divorce when this happens. Please don't let me lose my husband. I've lost my son. I don't want to lose my husband. And this church just wrapped their arms around her. She was getting five or six texts every day. After the first year, uh, Joe's friends kind of dropped off. Janelle's friends, maybe, i do not saying it's a gender thing, but they were right there. But I think Joe's friends said, okay, we've traveled through this a year. It's time to move on. And so at 18 months is when he kind of broke. And it was interesting because Janelle said, for the first year, it was 95 Joe and 5% me. Joe was the strong one. He was holding me up. The second year, she says, it became 75% me and 25% Joe. It just, he was devastated. And what was so devastating to her, every time he saw Janelle's face, he was reminded of Garrett. Garrett looked so much like Uh, her. (laughs) So he wants to love his wife. And yet, just the grief that, he's reminded of his son and so they had one of the biggest arguments of their marriage about 18 months after Garrett had died and Joe stormed off and Janelle just got on the phone and she called his friends y'all gotta go get him I don't know what's gonna happen but he doesn't need to be alone right now and they did and that's why I say to people listening church does matter God doesn't want us to walk through this life alone. It's not just husband and wife. It's husband and wife and church. Uh, Because right now, people need you if you're not going through a storm. But the day will come. Jesus says, in this world, you will have trouble. If you believe Jesus, the day will come when you need those church members to wrap their arms around you. And it's too late if you wait for it. So keep listening to focus on the family get the daily vitamins grow in scripture so that you can draw that powerful truth when you need it have those relationships so that you can stay together what joe and janelle have today 
uh, is so precious. It's buried 70% of couples who have faced it. It's given them a 100% increase in their love for each other. Yeah, and that's so wonderful and so well said. And, you know, that's what God does in our hearts when we lean into Him, not away from Him. And uh, the test for us is where that bitterness and that anger goes. Do you trust God to bring you through the valley and out the other side and raise you up in a mountaintop, even if circumstances aren't dictating that's the, the joy you should have? That's the joy God brings. Well, Aaron, following up on Gary's comments, how can a couple kind of proactively cultivate a healthy community so that when the storm hits, we're kind of ready for it? It is so important to be surrounded by like-minded believers. And sometimes in marriage, in those busy seasons, those hard seasons, what we end up doing is isolating off and disconnecting from the very people we need. And so it's just being intentional about putting ourselves in situations that we are going to be around like-minded people. You know, for example, a small group. And Greg and I have consistently been part of a marriage small group. And, you know, there's there's times that we might not see those people for months, but I know that I could call any one of them amidst a storm. And being intentional, even in when things are going well, to connect. You know, if you haven't seen someone in months, call them and say, hey, can we get together for dinner? Mm. Or can we have you over? Or we miss you. We want to see you. How are things going? Just keeping that connection going. And I think, too, that it's it's a great target when I think about community to recognize that there there's three different types of people that I want to be surrounded by as a part of my community. And it's biblically based because we need a Paul in our life. This is an older couple, wiser, more experienced. They've, they've already been through a lot of what we're now facing. Kind of the mentor. Yeah. So we need a Paul, we need a Barnabas, which is more of a peer. So this would be a couple, several couples in the same season of life. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going through the same kinds of things. We get each other. I know what you're going through. I'm going through that as well. And then we need a Timothy, which is a, a younger couple. We need to have couples, younger couples that we're pouring into that we're saying, yeah, we, 10 years ago, we went through that exact thing. So here's what we did. He, 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 let us pray for you. Mm -hmm. So I think that older, wiser mentor, that same you know couple that's the peer couple, same season of your life, and then a younger couple, target those types of couples to be a part of your community. Yeah, and uh, for further encouragement along those lines, get a copy of the wonderful book that Gary Thomas has written called Making Your Marriage a Fortress. He covers these kinds of things and talks about how you can and should pursue healthy community uh, so you're storm ready, if you will. We've got that book here at Focus on the Family, and uh, we'll be happy to send that out to you. If you can, please make a donation today. Um, join our team of monthly sustainers if you're uh, able to do so, or make a one-time donation. Either way, uh, contribute to the work here at Focus on the Family. Be a part of our team, and we'll say thanks by sending a copy of Gary Thomas's book to you. And if you're facing uh, a hard time, if you're feeling like, ah, the storm is here, I don't have anybody, uh, you've got focus on the family. We can reach out and uh, give you a call back. One of our counselors can talk to you. Um, and that free phone consultation is uh, intended to kind of help you get a sense of where you're at and how to get to the next steps in your journey. 
Um, our counselors are terrific. They're really wonderful people. They're a phone call away, 800-A-FAMILY, or we'll link over uh, to their services in the show notes. Next time, we'll hear from Pastor Rick Ballman and his wife, Tiffany. They'll be sharing their story of surviving an affair. And uh, for now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron Smalley and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. Is your marriage holding on by a thread? For deep hurt, you need deep healing that only comes from the Lord. And you'll find it at a Focus on the Family Hope Restored Intensive in Michigan. Our licensed Christian counselors will help you and your spouse get to the root of your issues in just three to five days. And it works. 80% of the couples are still married two years after attending. Learn more at HopeRestored.com and talk with a trusted advisor. That's HopeRestored.com.